Welcome but, to Xbox Voice, the Xbox community. This is episode 95. We have no golden throat, but I have somebody something better. We have Southbound. Welcome to the show, Southbound. What's up, fellas? How you doing? I heard Thanks that you, having me. your vocal capacity is still completely there, unlike certain other people known as um, golden throat. A little bit, a little bit. I, I can't feel Those are big shoes to fill, but, you know, uh, I'll do my best. That's why we brought you in. We also have Steve Rules on the show today. Welcome to the show, Steve. Hey, guys. Good to be here from europe from europe that's right hmm. because i always thought you know you were canadian personally but yeah. <laughs> but that's so why I, we have you were australian a, yeah yeah that's why we have a personal can, friend of mine that's canadian on the show today daniel welcome back to the show thank you very much i'm glad to even out the uh, global nationalities yes well like we're very north american centric for the show we don't really do a lot of international multicultural definitely but uh we're gonna keep pushing we need to get Very somebody host yeah we need to get people from all around the world not just the united kingdom uh and we have michael what's up michael hey ladies and gentlemen the the fastest eater in the world fastest eater yeah yeah not really, no. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't even eat my other other thing I cooked, so that's for after, I think. Well, you're just gonna have to mute in between. Yes. No, I I just wrapped it up, put it downstairs. Oh man. No, uh, no distractions for me. <clears throat> I got distractions for right here, so if you see me eating on camera, just Steve, yell at... you can still ask how he's doing though, even though he's not here. Oh, how's Vern doing? Vern is singing tonight. He didn't have time to do the podcast. He wouldn't be getting off work till like nine, ten Eastern. So it, it was. We wanted to get the show up before then, and you know, after he gets off work, I, I wouldn't want to do a podcast either. So it's one of those. You know, he's just going to miss a week. He'll be back next week. It's not going to be a problem uh, until he quits. Then we're going to shut down the site. And, you know, it's just going to be how it is. He's with us in spirit. But I have amazing people in the chat. I haven't seen Darth Vidar in a while, and he's here. Mm-hmm. Super oh, Saiyan right. 2 Sonic 17 is here. Vidar. It's Darth Wait. Vidar. That's his name, man. It's, it's... Okay. <laughs> it, it's AR. Just, just go with it. Just go with you, it. You got a problem with Darth, right. Darth Vidar? Huh? Uh, no. Uh, no. No. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with Darth Vader. That's right. All right. Well, let's get right into the letters of the week. That's what we got. That's right. We have letters, people. He said, first letter is, hi, gents. Chaos Dasher here. Glad the issues that with last week's podcast was sorted out. Enjoyed listening to it. Keep up the great work. On to my question. Considering E3 is around the corner and with rumors of the new IP reveal... Uh, thought it was it was time I ask about IP that have already been revealed between Quantum Break, Crackdown, and Scalebound. Which one do you each of you believe that has the potential to be the next big heavyweight IP, along with the lines of Gears, Forza, and Fable? I am not including Halo because nothing sells like Halo does. Which one do you think will review the best? Which one do you see selling the best? And which one do you anticipate being accepted the most by the core gamer community outside of the mainstream? Think D4 and Sunset Overdrive. 
Obviously, we haven't seen much of any of these titles except for Quantum Break, and maybe I should have asked this after E3 2015, but I wanted to get a feel of your thoughts, expect, expectations, and wishes for these three titles. Personally, by far, Quantum Break is my most anticipated follower, followed by Scalebound, which are yours. Hope to see you guys in the Twitch broadcast, and good luck in tonight's show. Regards... Chaos Dasher. Alright, so from the big three he mentioned was Quantum Break, Crackdown, and Scalebound. I think the biggest one for the core audience in that list is going to be Crackdown, by far. Uh, it's kind of a well-known IP. People really haven't heard of Quantum Break or Scalebound before. However, Scalebound <laughs> looks like it's going to try to go for a big audience. I mean, every game's always going for a big audience, but I think Quantum Break, if you're going to put it in that niche group, is going to be that game that's kind of hardcore. If I was going to say the exact same thing. I think Scalebound is, is a niche kind of uh, property. It's not going to be like a, a huge system seller or anything like that, but it'll have its core people that love it. it it'll, it'll hit a, if it hits the right nerve with people because it's Platinum. Platinum have a very dedicated group of people that really enjoy what they do because they just make very standout games, right? Bayonetta really just isn't like other games, you know? So if Scalebound is a being really, really good, it might do more than people expect. But, you know, I, it's the same sort of... Uh, Crackdown seems like the most likely to, to be sort of successful because it's... It's a known IP compared to Quantum Break and Scalebound, but then again, what we've seen in Quantum Break really is seems really cool. Uh, but you kind of want to see more of Quantum Break. Look good, but so I mean, look at Alan Wake. Alan Wake was a really good game, and I don't think it sold half as much as they wanted it to. Even though it did sell well, I don't think it like if there would have been sequels upon sequels if it did. Hmm. Um, Alan Wake's a slow burner at the end of the day. Uh, before we go on, though, guys, Tim Dog, welcome to the show. What's up? I'm sorry, I just got in from work. But uh, I can't just say that. Nobody heard I, I, two I, words. I got out of it. Two He's words. 56K. All right, wait a second. Say something again, Tim. Can you off? All right, give me a second. I'm going to give you a call right back. He's calling from his cell phone. He's on 3G. <laughs> no, he's on like Edge. Yeah. Or e, whatever that is. <laughs> I did. Tim? Hear me now? Yes, much, much better. Much better. KD is in the house. I got to I gotta agree. <laughs> uh, the Edge network, I think, is the best bet of what you were on there for a second. Yeah. Is anybody else getting a lot of echo? Yes. Okay. I don't know who it is. I blame Timmy. I blame Daniel. Because I, I just came on and I just started it. I, I've had it since Dustin started talking, basically. Shouldn't be me. I'm wearing headphones. Usually, if there's an echo, you'd see it in the, the Skype, right? Not always. Unless someone's listening to the podcast. On Twitch, uh, I said that wouldn't be that delayed. Yeah, it seems to have gone away. So, somebody fix their stuff. Somebody. 
somebody was guilty and just kind of backed away like, oh, okay. Do not whistle, please. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, Let's get back on topic. So, scale bound. Yeah, I I think that's going to be a niche game, but I think Quantum... I I don't know, between that and Quantum Break, I guess Quantum Break has... Because it's Platinum Games is more of a niche audience that than what like Crackdown or even uh, what is it the guys who make Alan Wake are you know it's Remedy yeah Remedy it's it could go either way though I'm not sure it's something we really have to wait till E3 to see what these games really are because we honestly really don't even know what Scalebound is at this point we have no clue what it is uh, and almost you could almost say the same thing about. Oh, what is the game? <laughs> uh, you know, honestly, uh, I don't, know, don't don't kill me for this, but I uh, thinking when about it. Scalebound first got announced. I kind of thought it was the same thing as Bloodborne, but obviously it's not. So Bloodborne has dragons in it, of course. Yeah, well, that's why I thought the two were the same. And I, I, I was I was being facetious. I don't think there's a single dragon in Bloodborne. Well, it might. Who knows? Who played that game? Let's be honest. I, honestly, Over I a million people. I played five minutes of it. Yeah, see, a million people played five minutes of it, Michaels. Shut up. God. Right. <laughs> um, I just did a study. What is that? I... You know, Witcher, Witcher 3, I mean, I, I did it last night. Had His wow. audio is horrible. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with you, Tim. I'm going to reset. Okay. Sounds like he's stuck in the Matrix. Yes. <laughs> I think it's just proof that the Matrix is real. Yeah, I've seen that cat twice. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys, for the people tuning in. Um, All right. uh, Any more comments about these? I think we really have to wait before we really even talk about anything else. I mean, E3's just right around the corner. Uh, Weeks. Yeah, it's going to be hard for me to judge it. I I think uh, Quantum Break is going to be the biggest of the three um, because I think that it's like I mean I think Alan Wake you know because it was trying to be that sort of psychological sort of thriller thing perhaps and it also came out the same day as Red Dead that might have not got the, the sales they wanted at the beginning but I think Quantum Break seems like a lot more sort of regular sort of interesting cinematic experience i think it i think and i also think it's gonna be awesome um and i think i think scale bound is gonna be very different to what people think like i don't think it's gonna be i don't think it's gonna look or particularly play like a niche platinum japanese game because otherwise i can't really see why microsoft would bother investing in it because it'll just bomb like i think the reason why they partnered with microsoft and this is something that they sort of hinted at was that they wanted to do something? I know it's ca- I know it's a cameo game, so it's, you know it's not going to be completely like it was developed in the West. But it's, um, I think it it will be a lot less Japanese and quirky than perhaps people are expecting. But see, that's the thing. Um, we still don't know what it's about or what you know. All we saw was a little cut teaser trailer, so we don't even know mm-hmm. gameplay all that just yet so we have to wait till we see some in-game footage or another trailer to finally you know kind of grasp what the game's about mm. i mean i'm expecting some sort of co-op action rpg-ish kind of thing 
We'll see if I end up being right about that. But, yeah, I mean, Crackdown's cool, I don't, but I think, like, there's sort of suggestions that it's going to be, like, an open-world MMO, like, from job listings I've seen, and generally the kind of way that they've talked about it, so I don't really know if it's going to be too much like a, a sort of what the regular Crackdown games were. You know, it'll still be Crackdown, but, you know, a bit different. I mean, I, I wonder if it's going to be, like, a free-to-play thing, but, like, Fable Legends is. Like, I'm not too sure... But I think Quantum Break is going to be. I think. I think there is now that they've got it out of the holidays. I think it's going to be very big. Well, in, exactly. If they bring it out like first quarter next year, I think it'll sell well. Uh, referring to Quantum Break, I'm really excited for that game. The, you know, the the whole different time continuum type. You know, mess around. You can just do whatever you want. That's that's interesting to me. I don't know about. You know how linear it is. If that if that'll make it you know worse, but I'm interested. Definitely on that. We'll have to wait and see. And E3 is right around the corner. We're definitely going to see it, so I'm excited for it. Um, but I'm you know I'm curious of what they're going to leave out because there, there's just way too much stuff for a 90 minute show. Yeah, but they have an hour pre-show, so they might be announcing games there. Like if. If they do support Connect at all at E3, it's going to be at that pre-show. That's right. what, you know, it's not going to be during the main stage. Uh, but we also might see OS features get bumped to the pre-show and not be a main stage thing. Um, with, well, I think the way that he talked about Phil, this is talked about the OS stuff. I think the OS stuff will be in the show. I think what what they'll bump is some of their smaller, I mean, Connect stuff. You know, if there's actually any there or any of their sort of smaller downloadable titles. I think they'll, you know, they'll make sure that they've obviously got a plan between what's E3 and what's Gamescom. So I think what they'll do is they'll then look at, they won't move anything from E3 to Gamescom now, but they've got daily shows every day for the hour. Um, so I think they'll, they'll move some of the smaller stuff to that and they'll generally sort of, you know, they'll, they'll, I think the, the E3 conference will mainly be big stuff. And we'll see the other smaller stuff around it. Well, from what I'm hearing, I don't mean to cut you off, but from what I'm hearing is there's going to be a lot at E3, obviously, but there's so much stuff that they have on their plate that they have to save some for Gamescom. So Gamescom is something to look forward to this year. Yeah, I mean, Phil said that they were planning the two together. So the, the way that, and if you look at a lot of their press releases and stuff, they do mention Gamescom. So I think they probably already got E3 and Gamescom. Well, right now, I can tell you right now, they're already doing, uh, they're doing practice runs of E3 right now. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, yeah, I mean, look, at this point, we just got to wait. We're almost there. We're, what is it, like three weeks away at this point? Three weeks, I think. A little bit less than three weeks. 16 days. I I prefer to think of it just over two weeks. Yeah. It's a fortnight. It's a fortnight away. <laughs> <sighs> but you know what? I got my Cheetos ready. Hmm. It's E3 food for me, people. Cheetos. You can't tell. Tim and I will be there holding hands. Tim, are you there? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> I-, I don't know. I don't know. 
Tim is like having connection oh, issues. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're just going to continue on. Hopefully, Tim's audio gets better as we go. Uh, maybe he can move into another room or something closer to his Wi-Fi or classic hey, Tim. But uh, let's get right into the news. New Xbox One controller was spotted on the Xbox support page. It's coming with the 3.5 millimeter port right into the bottom of it. So you're not going to need to buy the headset adapter to listen into your games, what it looks like. Uh, not much more than Why wasn't this done since day one? Because I don't think they thought Sony was going to include a port. I think they thought that was just going to be an accessory they'd be able to get away with without selling. Well, you know so what? What's I'm, happen I'm with sure the... they made a lot of money on that $25 adapter. So I hope that they're over and done with that now. What were you saying, Daniel? What are they going to do with the the chat adapter? Not a chat adapter. It's a normal headset they use. It's just going to plug over that, I guess? They'll just change it out. They'll just switch people over to the like regular headset adapter. Like you just pop in your headset. Like yeah, but you think the, he- the headset's not going to work, though? If I take my old headset, the one that came with the Day 1 edition, and plug it in with the new controllers, it's not going to work. No, I bet it'll still work. Well? I think they'll have that port there. It's still going to work. It's just they're going to add a port to the side of that port that allows you to just plug yeah, in Yeah, like right headset. to the left of it? Yeah. That way it wouldn't mess with the older accessories, and they can just pop it right in. Now, I wonder how they control volume and stuff like that after that because that that becomes a little more tricky because i i me and Vern both agree that it's awesome and you really miss it on the playstation controller with being able to mute right where your thumb is like it's just an instant mute instead of having to go into settings and mute it or reach up and press a dongle on your headset like it's nice having right at the bottom of the controller for like a stereo headset, or for what do you what do you mean? Like, or for the, the it's a three point five millimeter. Yeah, so uh, on like the PS4, like you just plug it in and you have an audio jack. But if you want to mute hmm. it, like my headphones here, I don't have a mute button on my headphones, so I would have to go into the settings and mute the microphone in settings to stop people from hearing me. Yeah. On the PS4, on Xbox, you know that adapter at the bottom of it. You have mute, volume settings, and switch between game audio and chat audio. Yeah, yeah. And how they're gonna? Well, I mean, we have no idea what the front of this thing is gonna look like. The, the only thing we got was a diagram of the back, and it kind of looks exactly like the Xbox One controller as it does now, except that they're adding that port. Yeah, we really haven't seen the whole the whole picture of it. We've just seen the diagram, and, it, and it basically from the diagram, it looks like it says the 3.5 millimeter is to the left of the old chat adapter yes. port. There is actually a picture of the front, and it's exactly the same. Okay. I'm looking, I'm looking at it. I, I just literally found the thread on Gaff and clicked on it, and it shows a picture of the front, and it's the same. Um, I think what we'll see is that the, they fix the bumpers. It seems like there's no share button or anything but i wonder if they will have something else like a chat pad or something that might perhaps might give people other things that they wanted i just hope they add usb chat support like the the fact that the ps4 allows you like i can hook up my yeti microphone to the ps4 and use that as a microphone that is fucking awesome 
Yeah, because they just let you plug anything you want into it, and it just works. Uh, my Astro A50s are the same way. I have to use uh, optical out for the Xbox One. I can't just plug it in the USB and for it to know what it is and send my audio to my headset like the PS4 allows. I mean, those are features that I think are amazing on PlayStation that Xbox just doesn't touch at all. And hopefully this is, with them adding a 3.5 jack, it's kind of like, okay, we understand people didn't like the headset adapter. We're going to change our ways. We're going to be more consumer friendly and allow people to use any headset, any way, and just let you plug and play. I mean, it should have been day one, but I, I mean, now I understand the, the proprietary where you want the cash grab. Yeah. It's a business at the end of the day. I get it. But like you said, Sony did it well, and there's some things they did very, very well. And you wish Xbox would have done the same, but I mean, that's the choice I made, so I got to stick with it. I don't think it was a cash grab. I think, well, I think. I mean, come on! Do you, yeah. you think they didn't? That was a cash grab. A lot of money off those twenty-five dollar uh, pucks. Well, if you if you look at how they designed the Xbox One inside, and some of the rather questionable decisions they made there, I, I think that it was probably just a significant oversight. And then they're like, "Oh shit!" And yeah. then obviously they because they can't they couldn't. Because I mean, the the, the adapter didn't come out until like March, so that it wasn't like they could go back in time and 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 add it. They had no choice at that point. I mean, they didn't and have to charge so this much point, for it. It's, but... it's it's a standard thing you want to have. Like it's something on the Wii U gamepad. You have a headset adapter on the PS4. You have the you can plug a headset into on the Xbox One. You got to buy an adapter, and it's the only and that's the one thing I hate about the Wii U's Pro controller is it doesn't have the headset adapter. Like you can't plug into it, and that's all I want. I I, I find being able just to pop a headset in to be amazing on all the systems, and I, I, that's a feature that I want to have standard. And I'm glad that they're making it standard with the controller to make it cheaper for people. Because right now, if you if I told if I was selling somebody an Xbox One, it'd be like okay, and you need to buy a headset adapter. Like that's that's an extra twenty five dollars out of people's pockets. That's that's. Well, especially if you're buying a, a say an Astro A fifty, which what yeah. they retail for what two fifty, mm-hmm. and then you have to spend another twenty five dollars, uh, you'll be pissed off. And I've been pissed off. And sadly, the Astro A fifty exclusively exclusively for the Xbox One. Sounds even worse than the regular Astro A50 for me. Um, you know what? I, I heard that as well. I heard the, the the Xbox One version of the Astro A50 is they the batteries die out fast and the sound isn't as good. No, you can ask Daniel. When I was wearing it, it sounded like I was talking through a tin can. Like it completely got rid of all the bass in my voice, the little there is, and just destroyed my voice. I'm also not happy with the A50s, but yeah. that's just a standard model. Yeah, I had the standard model, and I, I couldn't get it right. You know, the 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 game audio sounded great, but the the mix between the chat audio and the game audio, I couldn't get the right level, so I had to had to ditch them. My microphone just stopped working, and then Astro just wouldn't do anything about it, and so really? I got rid of them. Yeah, I might eventually pick up um Turtle Beach X07s. Don't do it. Eventually, don't do it. If you're going to get the Turtle Beach, get the wireless ones, the 8500s or the 800s. I don't the know XO7s, how wireless, though. Um, the XO7s, I've, I've had the, the 1s, the, what's the 5s, the 7s, 
And for some reason, and I have a small head, they gave me just the ringiest headache. I could only play for about 10 minutes before I, I just couldn't stand it anymore. Because of the pressure of the, the earbuds yeah, or whatever? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. you need somebody with a fat head to wear them for about a week, and then you can start wearing them. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, really, no, because I, I have a small peanut, and for some reason, Whoa. please. <laughs> I thought he said a something too else much, there for a second. A little, too, a little too much detail right there. So, peanut, yeah. peanut. So, uh, no, no, I, I felt the same way, but then I took the, the cat helmet for Master Chief Collection and put my headset on it for a day, and then it was good enough. It was fine. But <laughs> you got to you gotta use that cat helmet for many things, you know? <laughs> but, all right, well... I'm excited that uh, it's not. I think Microsoft's the only company, and they've done it every generation that iterates on their controller throughout the generation and updates but, it. But then you could suggest that the reason why they keep iterating is because they keep fucking it up somehow. Well, like you went from the Duke, which is the best controller ever made, uh, to you That'd switched over best. to uh, the S controller, which was a decent controller. And then the 360 came out, you had the basic 360 controller which had an awful d-pad but it was a pretty decent controller that controller still to, to me it was the best controller ever yeah. and i maybe you, you could argue with the duke but i really liked the 360 controller even with the messed up d-pad I no but they fixed that. the d-pad for right. the most part but the twisted one that's the revision they had and now with the xbox one they're gonna add other things to the controller which i mean it, it they just re like, and, and they just keep say, updating I, it. Those subtle changes in that controller, I I think it's gonna be more, not just the three point five millimeter. Yeah, and you know what? To be honest, I prefer a company that re, you know keeps doing it than Sony with the DualShock Three, which was the same as the DualShock Two, which was the same as it took it all the way rumble? to the DualShock fucking 4 until they actually changed it at all and it was it's a great change i love the DualShock 4 uh but it took sony a very long time to get over that basic design i'd actually say that the DualShock 3 actually managed to be worse than the DualShock 2 absolutely oh yeah Guys, just i mean sting pile like, of poop. i think the the DualShock 2 for what it was was fine but the DualShock 3 is literally like using nails every time I used it. It was just like my hands were just like, Steve, just put this down. It's dreadful. It was fucking what? woeful. Why, though? It looks almost exactly the same as the, the DualShock 2. Because the 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 uh, R2 and L2 were much worse. Like, they were like... They tried to make slippery. them like triggers. But yeah, they were slippery. They were cheap. Like the entire like the it, the the six axis was incredibly light because it had no. Well, there was there's went. two PS3 controllers. Are we talking about the revision on the PS3 that added DualShock back, or just the the six axis controller that had no sh- no? Well, they're both they're both pretty terrible. No, the the, the first one was really awful because it felt like it was a single ounce. It was very light and it felt cheap and it cr- you know it was just it was awful. And then you had the dual shock that they redid with Rumble, and I thought that felt better. I wasn't, I mean, I mean I've never been a huge dual shock fan, but I mean, it was better than that POS, the original. Yeah, that controller I could just cannot get used to. I hate it. I wish I could get a, a 360 controller for the PlayStation. Um, 
Someone in the chat said something about having on the new controller having the share button. I, I don't, honestly, I don't think that it needs the Xbox One controller needs the share button. For what? I they, they need a they need a snap sensor or something. A dedicated snap button. Maybe yeah, basically. maybe a snap button. I, yeah, I agree with that. Instead of having to push the the Nexus button twice real fast because sometimes it doesn't you know work. Register perfectly. Doesn't work a lot of right. times. It works pretty well for me, but I guess I just am pretty good at that because I usually use it to record right, something Michael, real quick. We got so, them good accents for the Connect. Uh-huh. <laughs> we can talk to our Connect better than other people. Connect is made for Are there any more fan letters? No, that was it for fan letters. That's it this week, guys. Jesus. But we were already in the stories. But, uh,. Going right by Daniel, just right by. Yeah, I think he's eating dinner now. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Xbox free games with gold for June. All these so- shockingly amazing, not so much games. So we got Massive Chalice and Pool Nation FX for the Xbox One. For the Xbox 360, we have Just Cause 2 and Thief. Eh. So. Nothing really to write home about, sadly. Just Other than I, just cause. Yeah, just cause is yeah. a great pickup for 360 owners. Xbox horrible. I'm very excited for Massive Chalice, actually. I'm pleased about that. I think that would be a good title. And um, why they've got Pool Nation FX for a third month instead of Castle Storm for a second, I mean, it doesn't really make a difference either way, but it's weird. And a, a lot of people hated Pool Nation FX. Maybe it was much cheaper or something. I don't know. Um, Just Cause 2 was on PS Plus two years, three years ago. Although I know that not everyone has it, but it seems strange. Um, Thief's Thief would be cool if it weren't for the fact that the last gen versions were kind of terrible, apparently. So, do you think okay. we think of the three uh, game? What was that I robot then? Robo No, your voice still sucks. Yeah, we can't really understand you, Tim. Good night. I think he said good night. Did he? Why don't he just go through his Xbox? Go through your Xbox, Tim. Just Skype through Xbox. I don't know if you can still hear me. Somebody send a Tim a message for me. Just yeah, tell him to go through it. So, Xbox. Massive Chalice. A lot of people are upset about this, apparently. I know I, I am. I don't know why, a, but tell me why I'm upset. brand new game for free. You know, people, like yeah, it's, it's yeah. coming out that day. You know, that's not so you can complain about, necessarily. I mean, it's double fine, so there's, you know, so some shakiness in that, but, you know. I don't know. Apparently, people are expecting AAA games, and then they—if you say, "Oh, it's games for free," they're like, "It's not free. You're paying forty bucks a month or a year or whatever." So it's just like, whatever. I think people need to realize is that Microsoft don't see the value in games with gold like Sony do with PS Plus. Like, without those free games in the beginning, PS Plus wouldn't have existed because they'd have had nothing to charge for. Microsoft have always been about charging for the online, and it's—it's it's painfully clear when you look at the offerings in both, that yes, Microsoft do 
bring game and occasionally we get a cool game but generally it's just not a, as priority to them and i've never seen anything that suggests that it that it is you know we will eventually get to AAA games and i think that tomb raider definitive edition will be the first because they've got this big deal with square for rise of the tomb raider but yeah i mean they had rayman but I, it's just i i have low expectations of games of gold these days until they can actually give me a reason to actually have any expectations for it yeah. and that's the reason why i'm quite happy with massive chalice it's a new game i, I was looking at looking at it anyway um, and i was also quite surprised that it has actually come out so early in comparison to the the final release on pc so you know they they, they have a habit of debuting games through games with gold which is it's smart at the end of the day um you know if it's a game that may that might not get a lot of attention you know you give away for free to a dedicated user base and Granted, that's a lot of potential sales that you're losing, but... Well, see, that's another thing. Don't they have to work with the actual game makers to agree for a game of gold? I mean, Xbox can't just say, oh, I'm going to put X X game for... Well, no, they could definitely do that, and they would have to pay for each copy that they sent out. But usually what happens is Microsoft's going to go to a dev, hey, we're going to give you half of what you got for a sale... But we're going to give it to like 30 million people, so you're going to make this much money, like right off the bat. So right. it's, it's a better so, proposal. So it's like a five cents on the dollar type thing, or, you know, well, I don't know. I wouldn't say I don't five know how cents on the dollar. I bet they're making a lot more than that. But they're def- Microsoft's definitely getting a discount from what it would cost normally. Like they're not going to and then pay the full price. Really, it's only for one month, so it's not like they're giving it away for free forever. Yep. Or two months, because usually they'll carry over one of them. But what Microsoft and Sony do for these smaller devs is actually benefits a lot of them, because expect like let's be honest, I wouldn't have looked at, I wouldn't have gave this game a second glance, but because it's there, it's free, it's part of my games with gold. I'm gonna give it a shot. I'll play it, and they could they can grab me, but me personally, I wouldn't have played this. I wouldn't have paid for it. Right. I saw some gameplay on on the internet. I was like, "Holy shit, these graphics look really bad!" But then I started watching the gameplay. I'm like, "That looks like it could be fun if you like turn-based yeah. strategy games." Double Fine has never been a visually impressive company. So yeah, I don't know. No, they they really Sacking haven't. Pretty good. That's because it had a very fine art style. Like this is a lot less standout and unique. No, but you know, sense. if you could if you could pull it off. Go for it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a good deal. Check it out. Let us know if you like it. Please write us. Tell us what you think of this malice. I, I just don't think that, you know, once they start doing AAA games, that's going to be the presence and the standard, and everyone's just going to keep demanding AAA games. So no, definitely. Gotta... And that's the problem with PlayStation I... Plus now is they're not... I mean, they've gotten some really good games, especially this month. They're getting some good, decent games with, like, Metal Gear Solid. But... Overall, a lot of their games on the PS4 have been like, oh yeah, this was this $3 game that came out for indie games and people have been a little upset with them. But the reason they've kind of gotten away with it is because the PS3 and the Vita have been getting huge games on their respective stores. And you have to have those platforms to play them, but they have that back catalog to to really lean on to make their stuff sound good. and, I mean, Xbox is kind of doing the same thing because you're getting Just Cause 2 and Thief, uh, which are, you know, Just Cause 2 is a fucking amazing game. And if you haven't played it yet, you'll really enjoy it. Good co-promotion. Just Cause, really. Just Cause 3. Yeah. It's I think the other, 
the other thing is is that on PlayStation, because they have all these cross buy games, like four of the six games across all the platforms are cross buy. Yeah. So you get them all on PS4. But and then some of them switch between PS3 and Vita. So, you know, we get Massive Chalice, whereas PS4 owners get four games. And that's the reason why people somewhat rightfully sort of look look down on it a bit. Is that, you know, there even if the games that you know they're getting on PS4 aren't so good. There are four of them, so people are, you know, a bit less critical because at least you know there's lots of choice for lots of different people's tastes. I mean, I will say also is that the Metal Gear sort of uh, Ground Zeroes is, in my opinion, a bit of a dick move because it was like 75% off in April, so I bought it for like five pounds, and then they put it on PS Plus. For June, but that's up to them. It's probably how they got it because most people bought it already. I'm trying to add Tim back to the color class, he started. But uh, yeah, let's move along to somebody near and dear to most people's hearts that love B rated movies is Bruce Campbell is coming to Call of Duty. Advanced Warfare DC DLC. How do y'all feel? Are you ready for Bruce Campbell? Are you pumped? I am. I had no idea this existed. I just seen this last night. Um, you know what? I like Bruce Campbell. I, I think whatever he does is gold. <laughs> um, so it should be good. I mean, he's he's been around for a long time. He's a talented actor, even if he is campy. I think it'll be good. It, it fits in perfectly. I haven't played X, um, Call of Duty since like Black Ops One, so I can't really comment on this. No, yep, but how sure. do you feel about Bruce Campbell? I like Bruce Campbell. Yeah, I like his, his 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 roles. I like his acting. He's not like a Oscar winning actor. No, but, I'm I mean, just saying, like funny. I said, he's a B rated movie star to me. Like he's right. he's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's B rated. He's not he's not berated, but he's B rated. Yeah. <laughs> And then when he was on, uh, was Blacklist? What was the one on USA? Burn Notice. Burn Notice, yeah, Burn he, was he was great. Awesome. He, yeah, Sam, Sam Max, he's great. I loved him on that show. But I'm a big fan of Bruce Campbell. I'm going to support that. I'm going to buy this DLC just because Bruce Campbell's in it. Well, That's how yeah. much of a fan. I love B-rated movies personally, so this is kind of my ballpark. It's what I love. Uh, and the fact that he's coming into a video game just makes my life a lot better I, I and i'm not the biggest call of duty fan but i'm he's really amazing spider-man too yeah that film was fucking dreadful except <laughs> for bruce campbell let's be honest he was perfect I'm a, i've actually just googled who he is yeah I recognize the face. Do, you, do, you, do you know who, what he's from what people what most people know him from you should probably say yeah yeah Steve is not impressed. Maybe I should have watched Burn Notice. Burn Notice Steve is good, is and impressed. you know it's in syndication right now, so I definitely check it out. I'm sure you can catch it probably on Netflix or Amazon, one of those streaming sites, services. I have to see what we Brits have got over here. Probably been one of them. Yeah, because it was on the USA Network here. I don't know what that would be. Would they have a sister network over there? BBC. Is it? 
Death League Black. Oh, I'm sorry. One second. Let's move. All right. Uh, how old are you, Steve? Question in the chat. I need to know. I am 25, unfortunately. 25 and a half years old. Thank you, no, Zorg. For... Been... Whoa, whoa, whoa. 25 and just under a quarter. Just That's, under you know... a quarter? Thank you, Steve. Feel old now. You feel old? Well, just wait till you actually get old. You're gonna be like, "Fuck! I thought I was old then." Yeah, 25 is still a baby. Um, All right, let's move along, people. Let's go on to new Xbox One Project Cars patch out now. It's improving performance. It's adding a little smoothness to the action. Uh, but the big thing was is even though they're adding like changing up uh, gamepad controllers, they're adding ABS brake rumble to the Xbox One triggers, which is fucking amazing. If you haven't tried Forza yet, then you just don't know what you're missing in a racing game on a controller. Because the one thing the Xbox One controller does better than anything else is the force feedback in the triggers, and it makes braking and like just pretty much anything in racing so much better. Like you, you don't realize how how much you miss it once you get used to it like it's it's game changing honestly uh, let's see rework the xbox one xbox one analog sticks range with access dead zones providing more steering control uh wheel controllers fanatec wheels fix the issues with steering joints for some users experience so that's going to help me out uh fix an occasional crash but it looks like they added a bunch of stuff but i think what most people are going to have been talking about all week since uh, one of the developers from Project Cars said that he was going to get a 30 to 40% performance increase on the Xbox One version of Project Cars with DirectX 12. Hmm. And like everybody went fucking bonkers over it and were like, no, this dude's full of shit or he doesn't, he was talking about PC even though he was on an Xbox form replying about it to an Xbox question and everything else. But he was supposedly taught about PC, but we all know he's taught about Xbox. Um, which is cool to hear that they're going to actually support the game to run specifically on DirectX 12 after the release. <laughs> um, because that's... The, it. How am going to say this correctly? It just shows that they're going to actually support the game more than just the first two months that it's out on the shelf. Uh, especially since DirectX 12 is pretty far away. It's not like we're getting DirectX 12 next week or when E3 comes out. It's not like it's it supposed just to be after like summer, that. right? Yeah. But we don't know I how wouldn't... that's. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, it's it's good that they you know, that he's he's talking numbers and that there's gonna be a big improvement. But I don't know. I mean, 30 to 40 percent seems like a big thing to to dish up and then you know i mean if they don't hit that then i don't know especially like for project cars is and these sorts of things have kind of a hardcore community i don't know i i probably wouldn't have used the i mean it's good he's enthusiastic but i wouldn't have said it quite like that personally i think it's more to do with uh it's just, that game is very CPU intensive um, over pretty much any other game. That's why you're going to see, and 30-40% is around, like, I think somebody said, it's around like 10 frames per second, roughly. 
So it's not like it's the biggest game changer in the world, but it'll make it a smoother experience. Uh, but their game specifically is very CPU heavy, and it's not, it's not a GPU issue with their game. So DirectX 12 specifically handles that issue, while something, let's say, uh, the next Unreal game, whatever it is, uh, it's probably going to be more GPU heavy. And DirectX 12 is going to have a few extra tricks up its sleeve, but it wouldn't perform better, per se, just because it's using DirectX 12. And that's why you can't say, oh, every game's going to get 30 to 40% increase, because it depends on the engine and not... And not just, oh yeah, it's it's 30 to 40% instantly. Because that's bullshit. That doesn't mean anything. I, I'm a little bit more realistic. I don't think DirectX 12 is going to be like the be-all, save-all of Xbox. I mean, of course it's going to gonna help to make everything smoother. But I don't think it's like people are waiting for it to like resuscitate something from the dead. You know what I mean? It, and it's not going to... Well, it's not, not be... like adding another GPU. Right. It, it's... It's... In, it's freeing up the CPU to do a lot more tasks and to make it easier on the CPU, but it's not going to add a GPU. Like it's it's going to make everything more streamlined, but yeah. it's definitely not going to, like like you said, add another core or something like no. that. But, yeah, it's it, it, it'd probably be more considered like adding a core to the CPU and not the GPU. Just because of how much more efficient it's going to be at doing what it needs to do on the CPU. But that's it. Like, you're not going to see this massive insane graphic upgrade off of it but you will see frame rate go up which is kind of what's important to most gamers well it should be and, and they've and to be fair they've been working towards that because they really freed up an extra core for of the processor for development of games anyway and we've seen some games where they've had high resolutions on ps4 but the frame rate is i mean i think the wisher was one of them more recently where the frame rate is higher on xbox one so obviously, you know, those sort of um, improvements are obviously yielding some benefits. I'm sorry, I'm trying to fix trying to fix people's videos now that Tim dropped out of chat. Sorry guys. He's just having problems tonight. So I changed everybody's video sizes after I did that, and now he's gone. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on, I guess, to Assassin's Creed Syndicate will not have a companion app. So they are not coughing up the money to make an Assassin's Creed app anymore, which I thought was dumb in the first place. It was dumb, even though I wasted a lot of time laying in bed, messing with these stupid little chests, yeah. um, you know, searching for hieroglyphs. Um, I'm glad there's not going to be a companion app. No, but my thing was, is if they're going to do one, why not use Xbox Smart Glass? It's all there. I wouldn't have to go and fucking download another app. You could just have it there. It, it was The work was already done. Why, why, well, yeah. why make me download something else? Like, And Sony's in the same boat. Sony has an app that devs can fucking make apps for for their games. Like... Why Dead did, Rising's uh, companion app was actually pretty pretty decent. Yeah, it was impressive it, for what it was, it was really, doing. Yeah, no, it was. It really was. Yeah, and they're like, oh, no, you're going to need to go and re-download and fucking download our app so we can sell advertisements on the app while you try to play your game. I'm not for that. I hate that. I don't want to deal with that. That's dumb and annoying. 
<sighs> but that's just my thoughts on the subject. But then not only that, they also had the uh, Ubisoft had their own what what's their uh, what's their little you play you play yeah they also had an app for that that you had to download yeah. in, to work with the companion app and we were like really it's ridiculous. I feel like they I mean it's either a time constraint which is me being cynical or they seem to have genuinely actually learned from Unity and I think probably because quite frankly they're scared that Unity's tainted the brand and if they put these things in there again it's going to piss people off and they can be like ah you know what fuck Assassin's Creed but yeah. at least they do seem to have actually learned something well they definitely bit off more than they could chew with Unity yeah a lot, a lot of good ideas poor execution I think too many good ideas. Like, like games had too much stuff in it. Right. And it's evident as soon as you see the mini map and you see all the stuff that that's there. Well, when I seen how many events and things they were supposed to do, I I mean I almost had a, a panic attack. I was like, really? I'm gonna have to do all this? It seemed like there was like a million <laughs> things to do. And then some, you, well, you have to get a co-op companion. Or you, or you go to the co- uh, companion app. It's like, oh my god. How long is this game supposed to last me? Five years? <laughs> Let me tell you about The Witcher. Alright, let's move on. <laughs> uh, Halo 3 ODST Master Chief Collection release date was a placeholder, says the dev. It's not coming out the 29th. It's in certification. We're still testing it. Hold your horses. That, that, that's That's that was the press release that they came out with after we saw it on Xbox servers for coming out on the 29th. But let's be honest, they only have what? They have like a week at most to get this game out? Do they have to get it out right away? No, well, they said they... it was going to be out this May... month. They're the one that's put a deadline on themselves. They have yeah, four days. days. They got four days. Uh, I, don't, count I don't see it. You know what? They should take their time, get all the bugs you know, working, kinked out, because if they come out and it's a buggy piece of shit, uh, they're just, I mean, they, they can only make it worse for themselves. Take take your time. Fix it. Do it right. Then bring it out. That's the problem point. is, no matter what they do, they're damned if they do, and they're damned if they don't. Because if they don't release it, then people are like, oh my god, you said May, release it right now. Yeah. And then if they do release it and there's a problem with it, then they freak out and then and get mad at 343. So no matter what they do. I heard the glitch no, that it resets all your achievements, purpose. Daniel, so I want you to try it first. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I don't wow. think so. I'm, I'm at like 80-something percent in Master Chief Collection with all those achievements. I hope that I mean, doesn't reset anything. I, I mean, you know, they're obviously at this point cutting their definition of May very fine, and I don't, you know, I, I, I think, I think it'll actually release over the weekend. Like, it's not something they generally do, but it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but I just think, you know, it's, it's a damned if you do and damned if you don't situation. But they also don't help themselves. I mean, they obviously couldn't have been that sure that it was going to hit May, seeing as how close we are to the end of it. Like, I don't. I mean, people will say, you know, why aren't you communicating with us? But I, it's another situation where you just think if they'd have just probably not committed to that, then, you know, they wouldn't be quite getting it. I mean, they said spring and summer doesn't start for like another 20 odd days or whatever. So, you know, they had that extra time. And if, you know, and yeah. if they then go and announce a, del- a delay, 
which as yet they haven't done specifically. Um, you know, it, at some point, you know, you've got, you've got to help yourselves with these things because at the moment they're not in a good position with their PR and stuff. And people, there are people out there that are looking for them to fail. And they, I mean, they make it pretty easy for for people to get on their backs. See, I agree with Chaos Dash. They should have just released it at E3. Just came out with like a big thing. Hey, ODST is available right now. Never announced a release date for it. Just pop it out at E3. Made it a surprise, you know? I think that would have been much better than people yeah. going, they nah, got three days! Like, that's, that's dumb. Uh, I, it's a nice idea, but I can't see them wanting to bring such public attention to the fact that this is an apology for the fact that they already screwed up Master Chief Collection. Like, I, I wouldn't have... And especially because it's, it's only free for for certain people before a certain date. I, you know, I, I honestly think they're going to re- revise that thought. And I think they're going to give it free for everybody that, that bought it. I just think, just uh, for the bugs and, you know, the, the server issues and everything else, I think they're going to say, you know what, come on, come on, it's all free. Yeah, that'd be nice. But, but then where's their apology to the people that got it early and were going to get something for it? Like, I think that they should move the date. You got like, a month free of Xbox Live. Library. Uh, but people were told they were going to get free ODST, and yeah, then everybody gets it. So I think you, you end up causing. Well, I, I think uh, you keep the majority happy versus the minority. I agree. I think the but the minority are the loud minority of Halo fans that are pretty pissed off, and they've got another Halo game coming out this year. Hey, there's a great website, but still a great buy Reddit regardless. page. I want you to visit. Uh, Daniel, what's that Reddit page you always get me to go to? Oh, Halo Circle Jerk? Yes, go to that Reddit page and enjoy. All right, that's... It's fucking hilarious. I love it. Oh, God. They, ri- they rip on people so bad, and they do it in such a great way. But I love Halo, and I will, I'll be the first to admit, Halo fans are the worst fans. I think any community is the worst fans, but they're particularly nasty. nasty. Yeah, they have a lot of kids that... Are super like psychotic, passionate. Can I say that? Yes. I would. I would say that Halo has a very small amount of like younger kids. It's mostly people in my age group and older these days. Like on the Halo Circle Jerk subreddit right now, the top uh, post is the. It's entitled the Master Chief Collection fan base, and you click on it, and it's a picture of Hitler playing on the Xbox 360. Oh wow. So it's pretty funny. <laughs> I definitely recommend checking that out. No, but like people like different versions of COD more than other versions. But not to the same level of people that like different Halo versions over other versions. And don't get me wrong, the people in COD are there, but Halo fans are more vocal. <laughs> they well, I, sure I, I've talked to a person that worked on a, a prior Halo game, and he just said... The fans, you know, the community is great. You know, they have a lot of love, but that love turns to hate really, really easily. And you do one thing wrong, and you just get skewered. But like you said, it's Call of Duty the same way. There's people just absolutely have a lot of love and live for that, you know, whatever game or IP that they're they're in love with, and uh, they're <laughs> they go crazy over it. 
I remember when uh, Diablo 3 was announced and they some people didn't like the art style, so they went on Photoshop. And, and then, darkened it. And Yeah, they adjusted light and stuff, and they said, why don't you just do this? And they were like, do you have any idea how difficult that would be for us to actually do? If not, you know, can't do it. And Diablo 3 was great. Well, I liked it anyway. But, I love Diablo 3. Yeah. I don't know. I there's, there's a lot of it, but then after a certain point doing the same stuff over and over, I like it would put me to sleep. No, but Diablo was great with friends. Because even if you were doing the same shit over and over, you would just laugh nonstop. <sighs> but let's move on from the Halos to the Xbox One patch for Witcher 3. Adds a 30 frames per second lock. So... How I heard about this news was Vern yelling at the top of his lung about how amazing the patch for The Witcher is going to be so he can finally play it. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. I can't wait for the frame rate to get fixed with this patch. Uh, hopefully, I know they said it was in certification and we're still waiting for it to launch, uh, but I'm really looking forward to the patch because I want... I was telling Daniel, I sit about 15, 20 feet away from my TV when I play games, like especially something like The Witcher, uh, because I like to lean back and just hang out and play it. And It's not like a shooter where you're, I need to be right on top of the TV and like really attuned to it, because like, you're just making decisions and you know going around doing your thing. So the font for me was really tiny on my 55-inch television, so I had to keep like putting on glasses or getting up and like walking forward and all the old man shit that you would think but it's just because the font is fucking tiny even on normal it's tiny and i can't wait for it to actually be big enough for me to see from across the room i don't know how y'all feel about it but that's how i feel about it that's right people i think it's cool I, it's kind of an oversight that they made a mistake with the uh font but I'm glad they're fixing it so quickly you want to try to get Tim back in? I can try. Yeah, he, he said he reinstalled everything, deleted drivers. He's trying to make me resize everybody's windows again. He's, he's just messing with you. I think, I think he basically said that he doesn't want to try to ruin the show and just move on, but maybe that's just me reading the wrong way. I, I, I'm going to call him one more time. If he answers and it sounds good, it's fine, but last time, last attempt. Alright, anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about Twitch bans adult-only rated games for streaming. Now, this shouldn't really affect almost anybody, especially in the United States, since no stores will sell you an adult-rated-only game. Uh, the only it, Steam will sell you adult-only games, I believe, won't it, Michael, or not? Yes. Steam will? Okay, so you have to be careful with your Steam library. Uh but the majority of games aren't going to be adults only. You're going to have to find some crazy shit to get an AO rating. And the majority of things that are going to be on Steam that are rated, that would be adults only don't go through the ESRB anyway, and that's their guideline that they're going off of. Uh, they're not using different countries' guidelines. They're just going to go off the ESRB because it's the industry rating and not a government rating. Which I actually prefer that way of uh, rating games. I'm glad that the government never got into it in the U.S. and that they're going to use a the industry standard for what a game is rated, rather than any specific country's standard. 
Well, Twitch is an American company, so it makes sense. Well, I mean, people were like, Germany has different rating systems, and you can their adult only is completely different from what you find in the states. Were you saying something, Daniel? I think this is um, based on all the adult streamers out there who are like streaming and taking their clothes off while they're playing just for revenue. Yeah. And I guess they they banned that, and they said to ban games just as well, just in case people would play those adult only games. And they probably want to keep well, like a nice well, yeah, PG thirteen. You know what? I, there's some kind of age verification they could do for that, right? Say they te- technically, they do, they, they do have a, a thing where it's like this stream. They have the the streamer has denoted this will be a mature stream. Do you want to watch it? Right, but it isn't like a hard lockout. It's based on your account information. It's just a button that you press yes or no. It's so it, it's. Well, it, 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 I mean, it's, it's ineffective. Just like a, a adult website. Anybody can say, "Oh, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm 35." Here, exactly. well, no, and it's yes. like, "Oh, you need a credit card to prove that you're 18." But then anybody can go into Walmart or wherever and buy a five dollar prepaid credit card, put it in, and guess what? They're an adult. Like it's it. It means nothing. Like you, people, there's always ways around these things. Uh, you know, when Xbox Live first started, the only you were supposed to be an adult to play. You weren't allowed to be a kid and play on Xbox Live. Oh, right? that would have been so nice. That you know what? That didn't work out because it was just like, "Hey, mom, let me see your credit card." Bop, 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 bop. Hey, it's fifty bucks. Just letting you know. Okay, and then you you were on Xbox Live. See, I, I think remember. that impression should have been a little bit more high pitched. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I sorted out Xbox Live for my Xbox 360 I was concerned that it wouldn't let me play games that were older than my because I was like 15, 16 at the time so I did tell them I was like 25 and then when I became 18 I just changed the date and they never I mean I know that they didn't lock people out anyway but like there was never any um, sort of comments that I, t- that I told yeah, yeah. them I was 7 years older than I was so bizarre yeah, because you didn't I mean, want a even... child account. Because eventually they started doing yeah. child accounts. But when Xbox first came out with its, the initial Xbox Live, you were supposed to be an adult. You weren't a, supposed to. Kids were not allowed technically on the network. It was a. It was against the terms of service. But it was something nobody followed, and Microsoft wasn't going to enforce because let's be honest, they were making money. I mean, they weren't going to stop kids from playing. And over fucking fist, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh. That's that's just how it is, and I understand why Twitch doesn't want to allow adult content. Uh, and people, I a understand big, it. A big issue people had with it was, and they were like, "Well, this is a, a freedom of speech issue." It's like, no, it's not. It really isn't. It has nothing to do with freedom of speech. Twitch is their own service. They can allow you not to stream any content they don't deem suitable. Uh, they have to appease a public audience, but they are a private business. They do not have to allow you to stream anything. They have every right to tell you adult-only content will not be allowed. Uh, and that inc- that doesn't include things like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas with, with people going crazy about. The reason being, Grand Theft Auto re-released as a mature game again after it became an adult-only game because they removed the content. So the streamers that were doing speedruns will still be able to do speedruns as long as they have the appropriate copy of the game that is not adults-only. Because that that was kind of the big uproar was the hot coffee mod in San Andreas becoming adult only. 
Um, but that game did re-release as a mature game. They did fix it. But, yeah, I guess that's it for news this week, guys. That's all we got to go over. So we're just going to switch over to what you've been playing. Unless we have releases. What's coming out, Michael? Uh, Blood Bowl is coming out tomorrow. Blood Bowl 2 is coming out tomorrow. Uh, so that's a fantasy sports game. Um, look up stuff about it. It's It's unique. To say the least, that's the only thing I know of off the top of my head. Is the baseball game that they were talking about coming out next week, or when is that coming out? That's coming uh, out in the summer. I was going to actually summer. ask about that. Uh, anybody play it already? No. No, it doesn't have online multiplayer. I don't think. Uh, so another RBI game, huh? Yeah. That good old American baseball. All right, Steve, correct Michael for any games he missed. Okay, we've got five releases. Um, to, <laughs> so, hey, I, I, only, I only look at one place. I don't go to a source. I just look at one place. So, yeah. uh, Beach Buggy Racing has just come on the store, which is by the people who made Reptile GP2, which came out in January, um, which is a, sort of a kart racing game, sort of very nice sort of cartoony graphics, um, sort of some power-ups, kind of like a low-budget Mario game, Mario Kart game. Um, so that's $10 on this one now. Uh, I believe Badlands Game of the Year Edition, which is from the um, the mobile game that was popular and obviously won a Game of the Year award somewhere. Uh, it was like a puzzle game with sort of traps and, and that sort of thing. It looks like quite a nice sort of colourful art style. Um, and also we've got Massive Chalice, which we discussed earlier from Double Fine, which is some games we got on the 1st. Um, on the 3rd, so that's next Wednesday, uh, Sparkle Unleashed is coming out, which if you've ever played Zuma on Xbox 360 by PopCap, it's where you have to we colour marbles and you'll go around like a, a path and shoot them and you match them up and then sort of pop and then more sort of come in. Um, I'm actually playing it right now. I've got an early copy. Um, it's quite fun. Um, that's like $8, I think. Um, and then next Friday, the Swapper is out, um, which is based on the, which is the popular sort of horrorish uh, game, which has been out on like PlayStation and PC. Um, it's finally coming cool to game, Xbox by One. Way. Yeah, it's like an really well the Xbox One. Yeah, it's like atmospheric sort of sci-fi space game. Look, it does look really cool, actually. Um, that's definitely what I'm looking forward to checking out. So those are the releases over the next week. All right, thank you so much, Steve, Michael. Appreciate it for y'all for looking into it. Uh, and we're gonna move on to just what you've been playing, and because we haven't talked to the man in forever, Daniel, what have you been up to? <laughs> um, I've been playing Master Chief Collection, and it's been working pretty fine, despite what the internet says. I've been getting a lot of the achievements and just trying to finish up things before ODST comes out. Can you dig it? I can dig it. All can right. you dig it? Can you dig it? Yes, I can. <laughs> All right. Come out and play. <laughs> hey, Warriors. <laughs> oh, my God. That was such a good time playing Master Chief Collection. And me and yeah. Steve played some Master We We played the library. That shit was great. 
We did. Oh, in Carl last night. Yes. Let me tell you, when you're playing with somebody that's across an ocean from you and you have zero hit protection in the library on Halo and the <laughs> flood are fucking running after you and there's nothing you can do even though you've shot them three times in the head with the fucking shotgun, it's brilliant. That's all I'm saying. It's brilliant. And then, and then we were flying around in banshees and some ghosts for a bit. And, and the amazing yeah. uh, teleporting people to a position you were in. Oh god! Getting oh, lost yeah. in corridors because we were both worst. teleport. Yeah, oh. that was amazing. That was yeah. that was. You, you go forward in Halo Combat Evolve. Don't bother going back because you'll just end up teleporting people and getting pissed off at each other. Well, we had a great moment where it was like, "All right, Steve, I have no hit protection, so you need to go into that room. You need to hit the fucking beacon, and then we got to get the hell out. And I'm not going in there because there's like 30 flood that spawn in there, and I'm gonna die instantly because <laughs> I can't kill them." It just doesn't work. <laughs> and it literally, he goes in there, hits the beacon, and all you see on my screen is 15 floods spawn all around me instantly because, you know, that's the checkbox. And I just start making a beeline for the door, running my ass off, not trying to shoot anything. It was we came back, great. We came back one time to the... To the we left the, the room and went outside and all of our banshees were gone. And then we, and then I was yeah, like, the like so, so we killed ourselves, and yeah. then the banshees were just on the floor. Like, I don't know whether some of the Covenant came and sort of pushed them off as a little team effort or something. I don't know. And then there was, when we when we went to do it, and you'd moved around in the little tunnel thing, and just as I got there and went hit it, it then zapped me back. Yeah. Oh, God, that was annoying. I have, you'll be pleased to know, Dustin, I actually completed it about 15 minutes into the show. So All I've right, now cool. finished all four Halo games on Xbox One. Congratulations. Thank you. Now we just got to get you par time and par score <laughs> and what else? What else, Daniel? Uh, lasso and lasso. legendary yeah. and all the little miscellaneous achievements and collectibles. Oh, God. Got some of, those, some of those Halo 2 ones. Ugh. That's too tedious. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm probably not going to do any of that. Um... <laughs> I'll play ODST. Uh, I'll play ODST. I think that's is that's probably the end of that sentence. Some of the some of the vidmaster stuff. Oh boy. Oof. But I had I enjoyed playing Halo with all you guys. Um, all right. I'm gonna wait for the rest of what I've been playing to the end of the show because I kind of want to do a spoiler thing for about like five minutes. Because I've played for over forty hours of The Witcher. And I want to talk about it. Oh, I'm not going to go into the main story quest, but I want to be able to talk about it. You know, fuck it, I'll just talk about it now. Uh, if you don't want to hear anything about The Witcher, then please skip ahead about three minutes. Uh, but I'm talking about it right now, I don't care. Uh, the Witcher 3 is fucking amazing. Uh, I just got to the second island where you had to pay a dude $1,000 to kind of switch over. Um trying to think i'm trying not to spoil stuff for people um somebody keeps playing music who's playing music not me this is so weird it's popping over my headset i don't know who's doing it all right um i don't even have my thoughts together right now because i hear music playing uh witcher the witcher 3 
like I like the horseback riding. The mission design's really good, even forty hours in. Like I don't feel like I'm doing the same mission over and over again. Uh, side quests are pretty freaking awesome. And I'm trying to. Th- I don't want to spoil. It's just like anything. a well put together it's game. Really well put together. Even forty hours in, I'm only fifteen. I'm like fifteen twenty percent done with it, according to the save file. And it's massive. Like the world, uh, I've never seen a game where, like the beginning level of Witcher is really beautiful, and then like you go, you pay the thousand dollars, you go into the second level, which isn't as big as the first map, but it's pretty big. It's a decent size, but it looks amazing in its own right. It, it's like this forest area. It, it looks kind of like Seattle instead of like an East Coast kind of vibe to it with the foliage and everything. Um, and I, I've just really been loving the game overall. Like, I, I can't say it more than that. Like, it's it's amazing. Uh, I know there's been a few articles asking people, do you think it's better than Skyrim? And I really do. I think it's a lot better than Skyrim. But that's just because this is a next-gen game compared to what Skyrim is. I mean, for the time, Skyrim was amazing, but The Witcher is the next logical step for RPGs after that. And it's only going to get better from here on out. Especially when you have a team that's willing to put in the hours, the lore, and the story, and the world to make it amazing. Um, I don't know if anybody's played it as much as I have, but that's I how I felt. I haven't played it as much, but I, I, from what very little I have played, I'd say game of the year so far. It's, I mean, even the, I, I haven't had too much of the, the stuttering and all that, just a little bit during the cutscenes, but... It's it's really really polished and, and I'm I actually love the game and I'm an RPG player at all so I really really impressed by it and the, and the voice acting is great too. Some people would say otherwise. I agree. I, so far, it seems to be the game of the year. I mean, I haven't touched it. I'm, I I'd like to get it. Perfect. When, um, when I want to, but I I've watched a lot of it on YouTube and. I really enjoy what I've seen, so it's it's going to inform a purchase at the end of the day. So I'm not saying that it's the best game ever. I'm just saying that from what I've seen personally, it's looking like a game I want to play when I want when I get a chance to. Yes. The reason I haven't played very much of it is because I started off on the hardest difficulty, and me being a, a newbie to the <laughs> RPG genre, that wasn't a smart idea. That was pretty damn dumb. And everyone, no, that's what the hell dumb. were you thinking? I have I, it on I, normal, and it's challenging. Yeah, well, I, I'm... I don't know. I'm, I was at the Griffin. <laughs> yeah. He was just shellacking me. I was at the Griffin's nothing. Just wait. You got some... Prepare. Dumb bosses ahead. <laughs> what do you mean by dumb? Yeah, I shouldn't can't... have said dumb. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> what it is is... All right, because it's an open world, and you're going to be going around the map, uh, you're gonna run into other griffins, and that first griffin is not fucking shit. Okay, that first griffin is easy in the grand scheme. Uh, especially I'm I'm level fifteen right now, and I feel like I'm still the newbie on the map. Uh, That's intentional. They they but, they want they want a pack of dogs to be able to kill you in that game. No, the pack of dogs isn't easy. Like, or no, the pack of dogs is easy because after uh, once you hit around like level six or seven, dogs really aren't a thing. 
what gets you really bad in Witcher is the Drowners. Mm-hmm. Drowners will mm-hmm. fuck your world up without a doubt. Like you'll just you think you got your shit together, you're like they're level seven drowners, you're level twelve, and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna mash through them, not a big deal. And then you know, most of the time you could you like in that situation you should be able to mash through, but the game will just fucking tear you a new one because five drowners will pop up and all hit you at the same time and your character can't really react because he's getting hit nonstop and drowners will fuck you up. Yeah, with the Drowners, I had to do the sissy-fied version. I'd kill one, save, go kill the other one, save, go kill the other one, save. And then and they respawn. And, uh. Yeah. Now, there's things then, I do really bad at The Witcher. I have not built a single bomb. I don't do potions. I've done none of the alchemy stuff. I am really awful at it, and it's something I have to really commit to and get better at. Mm-hmm. And go, that, 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 People are saying they love Gwent. Mm-hmm. I can I can offer you two pieces of advice. One, yes, potions. That was a big thing about like the first two witchers was you needed to use them to beat some encounters. And Gwent, lose the first round, and you're going to do better in the next two rounds. Just burn all your low cards on the first round, and you'll you'll win a lot more reliably. From what I've heard, yeah, yeah. Because like if you just put a bunch of ones out, right? Then they they if they try to win, then they're going to have a lot less lower. They're going to have a lot less better cards so you can win easier in theory makes sense but how come you haven't gotten it yet i don't know <laughs> too busy on that um <clears throat> that yes shall not be named yes you got two minutes huh you, you <laughs> want to use your two minutes now hmm? Hmm? <laughs> all right but yeah witcher's fucking amazing go buy it it's enjoy it's probably the best game so far this year Without a doubt. And I love Ori, but this is... Ori is its own thing, and it's an experience that everybody should enjoy. Unless your name's Daniel. And I'll play know. it, I'll play it. No, you played list. it, you just don't think it's the, the cream of the crop. I understand well, that. I played it for a bit, I'm going to go back and keep playing it. I think it gets better after like an hour. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I really recommend everybody get Witcher. It's fucking amazing. Um, You're really making me want to play it. They need to hurry up with this patch. Oh, you know what? There's one other thing we can talk about that I played that's fucking amazing, and I'm going to spoil all of it. Uh, Game of Thrones Episode 4 on Xbox. The the game came out. The episode came out. Quiet. And I think Steve said it best when we were talking about it. It's an action-packed episode. It is really, really good, and it's kind of the episode you've been waiting for. And I think that's the best way to do it without spoiling it, right, Steve? Just leave it at that. Yeah, it's like a a lot of the other ones, you know, uh, with a lot of TV shows, it's, oh, you know, you get to the end and it's really exciting, but this, this, I mean, shit's just going on all the way through. It's, It's good, and then you get to the end and it's like, what the fuck, guys? If you make me wait another two months for next episode, I'm gonna... You know, I'm gonna throw stuff around my bedroom or something. Yeah. I'm gonna That's, write a letter to your corporate office. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you some sternly worded tweets or or something. You know, oh, it's it's good. And I can't it's wait because once the season's over, we will do a spoiler cast about all of Game of Thrones. Mm. Once all six episodes are out and we've all played them, we're gonna do a spoiler cast, uh, which should be a good time. Yeah. 
And, of course, we'll always do our Walking Dead one when that season, or the next 500 days or whatever they do, comes out. I always look forward yes, to that. I can't wait to hear. Yeah, they're supposed to announce something at E3 for that. It's not going to be part uh, season three, but it's going to be something. So you're probably right. It'll probably be the 500 days or whatever. 401 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah it makes sense. Go. All right. Well, that's all I've been playing. For the most part. Wait, uh, you don't, you don't you want to talk about Planters and Zombies? The fun we had there? We had an amazing time in PvZ. Too much mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, We always have a lot of time when we play games together. Yeah. Good times. We should do it more. Except for when Daniel's there. I don't like Daniel. He's never <laughs> bad person. Because I'm always at the top of the leaderboards. He's a grouch. Hey, He's did, you play, did you play Planters and Zombies with us? Right? Yeah. You did? Yeah. yeah. You were on the top you were at the top leaderboards when I was in those games. I don't know. Oh, uh, wait a second. Play? I gotta think about this for a second. I remember looking at the leaderboards. Specifically at where you and Michael were placed. I think y'all were about the same, about even. Weren't it wasn't like anybody was drastically better. I love that either. game though. It's such oh, a yeah. great game. So much fun. So excited they're making a second one. But that's why we're announcing the new Battlefield show that we're going to... No. <laughs> <laughs> we we're definitely got to play Battlefield. Michael they just updated suck it. suck at Battlefield compared to Daniel. <laughs> they just started... Uh, they just outpatched it recently. Added some new features and guns and stuff. They added uh, five new weapons. And they added... Uh, they changed the suppression system. And uh, did a bunch of other, other balance changes and patches and fixes and shit. Does the Levolution crash the game again? No. They fixed that a long time ago. They also added uh, Gunmaster as well. I wanted to add that feature back, though. <laughs> you cr- you take down half the resort on Hanine, and then you just like the whole thing just goes Turns to like off. five frames a second. And kills the whole thing. I want the original game back. I miss it. I definitely agree. All right, well, that's all I've been playing. That's Daniel, you've been playing anything else? Besides Master Chief? No, I've been hardcore Halo. Yeah. Last, like, three weeks. What about you, Southbound? What have you been playing? Well, Witcher, obviously. I didn't get that that very far into it. When I looked at the leaderboards, I was leading in deaths. So the closest <laughs> next to me was, like, 50 or 60 below. <laughs> I had like 120 deaths, so I was like, oh yeah, I'm first place. I messed up. If it makes you feel better, I was leading my leaderboard with deaths, but then yeah. I looked at like time played, and it was like one hour, three hours, two hours, and then I looked <laughs> at mine, 40 hours, 50 deaths. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm leading that bitch. I'm leading the charge. Yeah, I'm, I'm by far leading in deaths, so I kind of got are, sick of What are all the leaderboard and, stuff that they have for that game? It's not many. It's uh, uh I think potions, potions made. Yeah. Potions made, deaths, and um, there's a couple. Time of played, and there's something else. But it, it, it's not. It's not very detailed. It's kind of bullshit stats that nobody's going to care about. I just well, use it for time played to see what I'm compared to my friends. You know, it's. Yeah. I guess uh, that's I, play, I played a little bit of uh, Lifeless Planet. I got to. I don't know, the second or third level. You know, it's just basically a little jumper puzzler. Um, that's pretty fun. I, it, it caught my attention. I, I, I like the, the third-person aspect of it. It's not like a side-scroller like most of the platformers are. 
And then um, I played a little bit more of the Swapper. Tried out Nero. Nero's a weird, like, it, some of the puzzles are really easy, but some of them are really hard. Um, but it's just like a mind, I, I don't know, I, I don't do drugs, but I guess if you're on acid, you just flip out. Um, and what else did I play? Uh, of course, Destiny. Um, and I, a couple other things. Oh, I tried out, um, what was that game? I can't even think of it. It was so, it wasn't mentioning worth mentioning. So, oh, cool, <laughs> Michael. Bunch of indie games. I think. Well, no, Michael, you're gonna end it because I guess we'll end with Destiny talk between you and Southbound. Uh, <laughs> Steve, what are both your foot? You're you're done, right? We got all your games or anything else? Just uh, I didn't before, I before we get last... to the Destiny talk. I... I didn't talk last week about when I finished Wolfenstein, The Old Blood, I don't think. Um, that was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. It was just like exactly like the new 